Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we focus on metals, mining, and more. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Today, we will discuss a company that is a new paradigm in gold exploration and investing. I'm speaking of Novo Resources, trading on the TSXV, symbol NVO, and on the OTCQX, symbol NSRPF. Joining us today is the chairman and president of Nova Resources, Dr. Quentin Henney. Before we begin, allow me to convey to our listeners that Nova Resources is a sponsor of Proven Improbable and that we are proud shareholders of Nova Resources for the virtues we will convey in today's message. Dr. Henney, welcome to the show. Thank you, Maurice. Ladies and gentlemen, we are delighted to have Nova Resources, the most celebrated junior mining company in the natural resource space on our show today. In less than six months, Nova Resources was trading as low as 67 cents and recently reached a high of $8.55. Dr. Henney, what an accomplishment for Nova Resources and most importantly, the shareholders. Thank you very much, Maurice. We are truly excited about everything we've done over the past six months. We've uh, basically made a, a new discovery. It looks like a very significant new gold discovery in Australia, and we're delighted to share that with people. Sir, for first-time listeners, please share, who is Novo Resources? Yes, Maurice. Uh, Novo is a Canadian-listed junior exploration company. We're focused on exploring for an unusual style of gold deposit in northwest Australia. We're looking for conglomerate-hosted gold systems. These are uh, not your everyday gold deposit. Uh, there's a system in South Africa called the Witwatersrand Basin that's similar in age and, and, uh, and geology uh, and that deposit has produced somewhere around 1.6 billion ounces. You know it's it's a, a big stretch to say we have something that large but uh, that's the kind of system we're looking for geologically conglomerate hosted gold and we're looking for it in this particular region in northwest Australia called the Pilbara it's a, a prospective terrain that's similar in age and geology to the uh, the region in South Africa that hosts those deposits. You know, you and I were discussing prior to this interview the latest press release issued this week entitled "Core Drilling Supports Strong Continuity of Conglomerates at Purdy's Reward." I could hear the excitement in your voice on the value proposition that you see for current and prospective shareholders. Can you provide us a brief narrative on the geology that we have there? Sure. What this is, is a, a bedded deposit. The, the host rock, like I said, is a conglomerate. These are basically fossil uh, uh, gravel deposits. Think of them that way. So these were laid down in probably what was an ancient bay or shoreline uh, years and years ago, many years ago, 2.7 billion years ago. Uh, these gravels were laid down, and they, they were laid down with a, a significant component of gold exactly how the gold got there. Look, uh, my idea is that there was a precipitation event sometime in early Earth history that uh, that formed the gold, and it was subsequently incorporated in, into these conglomerates. All right, so we're looking at a, uh, the edge of this basin, if you will. We're basically looking at where this uh, conglomerate sequence comes to surface in, in daylight. Uh, it was found about a year ago uh, through metal detectors in the, the local area there. They, they started metal detecting and finding large numbers of gold nuggets that were actually weathering out and eroding from these conglomerate horizons. Uh, when I got word of it, uh, we, we assembled a land package. It took us a few months, but we put together a, a commanding land position over this area. And, and we're now exploring it. All right? So what we're doing is we are, we're trying to explore this thing through both drilling and trenching. 
Uh, it's Think of it like a jelly sandwich where a little bit of the jelly is squirting out around the edge of the sandwich. We're, a, we're able to see that little bit of the edge, and now we're starting to take the leap and starting to drill holes on these beds uh, as they dip downwards into the basin. And what's exciting about the most recent news release we've had is that we've demonstrated continuity of these conglomerate horizons uh, over a, a fairly broad area, about 200 meters by 400 meters. It's our first drill attempt in, in on this system, all right? So uh, to see this continuity develop at an early stage is quite encouraging. Uh, we do not have assays yet from these. We are going to come in with a large diameter drill and take uh, large bulk samples out of this. It's a very nuggety gold system. Uh, but once we, uh, once we have those assays, we think we can demonstrate to the market that we're on the edge of something very, very large and potentially very, very uh, exciting. And it sounds like you, you're having a two-pronged approach here to drilling. Is that correct? Yes, correct. Uh, that's precisely right. I want to emphasize that to people. Uh, like I said, it's not your everyday gold deposit. Uh, many deposits, you can go, go up and drill with a, a reverse circulation drill or a core drill. And you can take samples of modest size, say a few kilograms, uh, crush that down, analyze it in the number that you get, the value of, of gold that you get in that rock can be applied, you know, as a, a meaningful number to, to assign to the grade of the rock. In this case, we have a very nuggety gold system, which means that gold occurs as large particles that are erratically distributed through these conglomerates. So therefore, we have to take large samples. Uh, the large samples are needed so that we get close to a representative amount of material that gives us a meaningful number. To do that, we have to do large diameter drilling. Basically, we're drilling uh, 17 and a half inch holes here very shortly. That should generate enough kilograms or enough mass of material that we can, uh, in, through bulk processing, we can actually start to get uh, a sense of the gray. Now, the first step we've taken is to drill diamond core holes, which are basically a stick of rock that comes out of the ground. And we can observe the, the geology. We can look at this rock and we can make, uh, you know, we can collect data from it, uh, very important data. And the information we are gathering is uh, necessary so that we can define the top and the bottom of the layer. And we can tell when we get, go in with the large diameter drill exactly where we need to start sampling and what intervals we need to start sampling through, you know, so we, we can assess beforehand uh, before the large diameter drill shows up, we can assess exactly what we need to, to recover out of the ground for assaying. Now, speaking of drilling, Nova Resources, will they be adding another diamond core drill today? Is that correct? Yes, we, we've done, uh, we've got one rig on site at the moment. We've drilled 12 holes. Actually, we're up to 14 now since the, the last news release. Uh, and we've decided to bring a second core rig on site we anticipate grid drilling on 50-meter center, so we need to kind of accelerate that rate of uh, core drilling so we can stay ahead of the large diameter drill, which is going to start shortly. And will the new drill, will it be twinned? Yes, more or less. Basically, every pad that we dr we've drilled a core hole from, we will drill a large diameter hole from. Okay, so we'll have both the core to look at as well as the, the large diameter samples to uh, analyze. In part of this drilling process, does, does Novo have a joint venture partner here? Uh, correct. Uh, the, the project is actually quite vast. It's called the Carartha Gold Project. 
it covers around 10,000 square kilometers in the Karartha region. But part of that project is made up of a joint venture, uh, which is with Artemis Resources. Artemis is a, an Australian-listed mining company. And we have a joint venture where we are spending money to earn in and then advance uh, through a joint venture partnership uh, this particular area called Purdy's Reward. And Purdy's is a tenement that sits astride this daylighting conglomerate. There's roughly a, a kilometer of what we'll say uh, is demonstrably gold-bearing conglomerate on this tenement. And we are currently uh, drilling in this area because the tenement is granted, fully permitted, and we can work there first. As time goes on, we are going to, as, as we get more tenements granted in the region, we'll be able to step over to the adjacent property, which is called Cometwell, and also down onto our 100% on ground, which is immediately south of Purdy's. Why is continuity critical for shareholders? Yeah, look, uh, a lot of people look at a deposit like this and they think, hmm, placer. You know, they think riverbeds, channels, uh, erratic, things like this. This is not uh, a conventional placer in, in the sense that it's not a river-deposited uh, placer. What this is, it's a marine-deposited placer. And marine systems tend to form sheet-like deposits that can continue over a large area. So we are quite hopeful that this, this initial look at continuity, this sheet-like uh, deposit that we've latched onto, will continue over a much broader area. We're starting to, to get the sense that we are in that right environment and that this thing should hold together and, and potentially be, be quite large over a, a significant portion of this basin. Now talk to us about gold nuggets. Sure. Look, uh, like I said, this is a very nuggety gold system. A lot of people ask me, you know, how did the gold get there? Where did it come from? And those are very important questions. Uh, in short, we don't know exactly yet. Okay, uh, my idea, like I, I, I would say, my idea, uh, because it's really a working hypothesis that that needs to be proven. But I believe there was a precipitation event in this very narrow window of time in the uh, what's called the Archean period here on Earth. And it was during that time that gold actually precipitated through uh, some chemical means out of seawater. So basically there, there was an event that was very important in Earth's history that produced these things. All right, So that's why I think the Witwatersrand Basin, for example, is so large. I came to Australia to look for another setting where this process might have occurred. All right, but that said, these nuggets, do we really know that they precipitated? No, we have to gather that evidence. My hunch is that the evidence might be further out into the basin because what we see right now is we're basically at the shoreline. We're, at a, we're in an environment where there was a lot of energy, wave energy, you know, things were tumbling around. The gold that we see, it, it resembles in many ways uh, the kind of gold that we find in the Vitrogen. It's high purity. Uh, it's got some similar chemistry as, as the Vit's uh, gold does but we haven't seen it in situ in the sense of a precipitated uh, version of that. It's always been tumbled around a bit and mixed in with these conglomerates. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means we have to be very careful how we sample this. Uh, like I said earlier, we have to take very large samples. If you have nuggety gold, you must collect a large sample to get representation. Imagine you had a sandbox in front of you, okay, and that sandbox has one ton of sand in it. And you have in your hand, let's say you have five little gold nuggets, all right? And you throw it in that sand, 
and you mix it around, you just stir it around. Now, in your, your other hand, you have a, a pail, and that pail can scoop out one kilogram at a time. Well, it would take you 1,000 scoops to empty that sandbox. What's your odds of getting a gold nugget in that pail? It's pretty slim. It's about 1 in 200, right? Or exactly 1 in 200. So basically, you would have to scoop, 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 and approximately one time out of 200, you would get a, a, a nugget. One of those nuggets would pop up, all right? So is that an efficient way to analyze? No. You know, you, you, your first 199 pails had no gold. Voila, the, the 200th has a gold nugget. How do you sample that? Well, you have to take the whole sandbox. Okay, so that's the way people should think of this. We've, we have to be clever, and we have to basically a large enough sample that we collect those gold nuggets, and, and they, they, they are included into the great calculation for that sample. Now, speaking of bulk sample, what was the weighted average grade so far? Uh, well, look, uh, the only sample that we have grade for was done back in July and August. The results were published, I believe, in mid-August. And that was for a bulk sample. It was a 500, I think, 570-kilo sample uh, that was collected at Purdy's Reward. Uh, we, we put the sample into two different drums, and we analyzed each respective drum. So we had two splits, basically. And the, the grade, grade of that sample, the weighted average grade of that sample, was around 2.16 ounce per ton. Now, you know, people get excited about that. Can, can we conjecture that the entire conglomerate system is, is that great? Not even close. We don't know yet. Okay, we have to do a lot of work before we can start talking about, you know, uh, uh, the grade for the greater uh, property. Now, what percentage was coarse? Do we know that? Yes, uh, most of the gold we found was coarse in that sample. They actually processed the sample through an ore sorting machine, which identifies metallic gold particles inside of rock. Okay, so the machine, as, a con as the rock passes along a conveyor, uh, there's a detector that x-rays the rock, and it can see the, the gold particle. Then there, there's an induction coil, which is like a metal detector, that confirms that it's a piece of gold. And then there's a device at the end of the conveyor that actually flicks the rock off. It, it pushes the rock off with a jet of air into a concentrate bucket. All right, so when we put our sample through, the, the ore sorting machine uh, took 98% of the material and said, nope, there's no gold or at least no visible gold in this. We'll put it in this bucket. And then it took 2% of that material and it put it into the concentrate bucket. It turns out the concentrate bucket had roughly 82% of the gold. In other words, that is the coarse fraction that the machine identified. That's remarkable. That means that you know there's there's even potential commercial uh, application to this machine. It's conceivable that at some point uh, processing this material, you could crush it down, put it through an ore sorting machine. You could concentrate perhaps over eighty percent of the gold just through through a, a mechanical device, which is astounding. It truly is. What can you share with us about the purity? Yeah, the gold itself, these are the nuggets themselves, uh, are mostly uh, fairly high purity. They're, say, 95-plus percent uh, gold content or higher. Uh, so that sets them apart from the purity of a lot of the, the load or potential um, source rock gold that, that's in the region. Now, look, there's not very many veins in this region. So the, 
you know, the, the notion that the gold was washed in from uh, some magical source around this area, it's a, it's a stretch. There's not much out there to, to generate this gold. In fact, there's very, very little. Uh, but the gold that is found in some of these small veins in the basement rocks has purities often, say, 90 or 92% or less in, in gold, and then the rest is like silver and copper and other metals. All right, so the gold that we're seeing in the, the nuggets at Purdy's is, is definitely distinct from that we find in the low gold sources in this region. Dr. Haney, we've covered the good. What keeps you up at night that we don't know about? Yeah, Maurice, uh, it's a very good question. This is uh, an unusual deposit. It's got this very nuggety characteristic like I've just described in detail. And that really is, is probably number one, what keeps me up. You know, we're, we're currently ticking the boxes for investors. I, I'm trying to demonstrate, or we're trying to demonstrate as Noble to the market, the, the, uh, you know, the aspects of this deposit, if you will, that, are, that will define its potential economics. Okay, so we've, we've demonstrated now uh, that the, the bed is continuous, it's sheet-like, and we hope to continue to do that with further drilling. But now what we have to do, and what's probably the bigger challenge, is assessing the grade. And this nuggety gold issue is, is a challenge. I'm not going to pretend. A lot of people wonder if we can even determine a grade uh, through the sampling that we're doing. I will assure people that we will do our darndest, uh, but it is, it is not without challenge. We have to take very large samples out of trenches. We have to use heavy equipment to extricate those samples. We have to collect them in a meaningful way. Uh, there, we have hired scrutineers to make sure, you know, they, they basically keep an eye on every step of the process. You know, they're independent from the company. So, you know, we can hold our hand to our heart and say, yep, everything we've done is, is truly uh, in line with protocol. Uh, but these are, the, the, at the end of the day, the bulk samples that we collect from trenches and drill holes uh, still need to go through this process, process of determining grade. And we're hopeful that the samples that we collect are large enough that, that they prove to be representative and can be used as such. And finally, what did I forget to ask? You know, I, I think the, the things that people should understand and on the big level is that systems like this, uh, they tend to be quite large. Okay, We're not looking for you know a small pup of a deposit like a million ouncer. We're looking for something big. Now, with that challenge comes risk, okay? Uh, like I just said, the grade is a challenge to assess. Uh, you know, I want to make it clear to any investor that puts money into Nova. But with that is potential reward. I do think that this could be a very large gold system. We're starting to see certain aspects like the continuity that tell us that this thing is holding together and that we're, we're starting to tick those boxes. You know, we're starting to see the aspects that we like. Now, the other thing that people should keep in mind is Western Australia is an absolutely delightful place for mining. It's a very pro-mining culture. We found operating there, or I found operating there, uh, as an extremely positive experience. Uh, most discoveries, most uh, you know, deposits that have been found, whether it's gold or iron or you know, whatever, uh, are advanced to a mining stage. So I feel very comfortable working in this environment, absolutely delight to work there find the people in the workforce, uh, especially around Carartha, they're an absolute delight to work with. In closing, ladies and gentlemen, and this is a forward-looking statement, but we want to convey 
that we have confidence that Nova Resources may very likely be the largest gold deposit in the world. And I will restate this, the largest gold deposit in the world. We are not selling our shares. We have not sold our shares. In fact, I've spoken with some of the most respected names in the natural resource space. They too are not selling their shares, even after this exponential growth that we've had in the share price. And also, I want to share this with you. My sons yesterday became shareholders. <laughs> so Dr. Henny, for someone listening that wants to get more information, please share the website. Yes, we are www.novoresources.com. They can also uh, find the contact information for IR. Uh, Leo Carabellis will answer questions or else point them my way and I can help. And for direct inquiries, please contact Leo Carabellis. His phone number is 416-543-3120. Again, the contact number is 416-543-3120. And the email is leo at novoresources.com. And last but not least, please visit our website, www.provenandprobable.com, where we interview the most respected names in the natural resource space. You may reach us at contact at provenandprobable.com. Dr. Quentin Henney of Nova Resources, thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Thank you, Maurice. All the best, sir. Thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Remember to like and subscribe for more conversations with the most respected names in the natural resource space. Check out our website at www.provenandprobable.com. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.